kids are, if you think about it, kind of told what to do all the time. You know, they have so many schedules to follow at school, um, running errands with us, you know, even when they don't want to. Um, as we talked about bedtime, brushing their teeth, those everyday tasks. You know, they don't look forward to those. They would rather get distracted and play with their toys. Um, they don't They don't want to go to bed. I'm not tired. You know, all of those things. Um, and so it's important to make it fun and motivating. This is the M Squared Podcast featuring author Miranda Mathis. You will hear tips, tricks, and inspiration that will help you raise and educate little ones who are happy, safe, and kind. Enjoy the show. Hello, I'm Sarah. I'm here once again with author Miranda Mathis for what I think will be a really helpful and inspiring podcast. I'm excited to have Rebecca Dudley join us today to share some insight and tips about encouraging better behavior for your kiddos. Rebecca is a mom of three girls and a board certified behavior analyst. She shares really creative tips, tricks, and ideas to help your life run more smoothly. <laughs> so I'm really excited to have you here. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Miranda. Hi. Guys. Hi. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. And so am Oops. I. This, this <laughs> is my pleasure. Thank you for joining us, Rebecca. It's, this is great. And I'm very excited. Absolutely. Me too. Well, let's just move right into it. Um, so you are a mother of three girls. I am. Oh, wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. And I know as a mother, sometimes children can just do so many different things and you're trying to tell them something or read them a story or talk to them and they get distracted. So that brings me to my first question. When children are, when your kids or any children are getting distracted, um, or they're not listening. How do you turn that around to get them to, to listen or to gain their attention? Well, you know, after a long day, you know, honestly, the first reaction potentially in my head might be to get upset. Um, you know, I have three girls, all different ages, eight, six, and two. Um, but then, you know, if that happens or, you know, if, if it's happened in the past, um, you know, it does take actually more time because then everybody gets upset. You have the repair that needs to get done. Everyone has the big emotions. And so it's so much easier just to turn everything into a game. Uh, who doesn't like a game, right? I mean, we still like oh, games. We have yes. game nights, right? Game Absolutely. Shows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so my favorite way to do that, my favorite game is, it's kind of like uh, Simon Says, and it's called If You Can Hear Me. And um, so basically it's uh, where you use really quick actions where you know kids don't really need to move around all that much unless they're already standing and getting distracted that way. Um, and to get their attention. And then the last action is what kind of your end goal, what you really want your child or children to do. Uh, for example, it could just be something really quick like, if you can hear me, everyone clap your hands or clap your hands three times. So they have a clear instruction of also when to end that clapping. Um, but I also use it, you know, where I, I use a couple actions in a row. So if I want my children to sit down for snack, I might say, if you can hear me, touch your head. If you can hear me, say your name. If you can hear me, spin around. If you can hear me, sit down. 
So the end action is when they're sitting and they're ready for snack or whatever I'm having them sit for. Oh, that's wonderful. You know, that also teaches them commands and listening. So that's absolutely. Great. That is absolutely wonderful. Can you give me an example, especially with the two-year-old who's always, you know, trying to move? Give us just one example where you had to use one of those examples and it worked and you had to move on to a different game, maybe. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I'd say, oh gosh, one example. Uh, bedtime. Bedtime for us is a super silly time. The girls aren't necessarily distracted, but they're just silly. Running around the <laughs> halls, you know, it's kind of the witching hour, if you will. Um, and so we kind of, it started where my husband and I would just do, if you can hear me, um, those simple actions. And then the final action is where we're sitting down. Um, we also found that, um, you know, during bedtime, we started what's called group hug or hug time. I don't know if you've seen the, have you seen the movie Trolls? Or uh, I haven't. No. Okay. Well, they have what's called hug time where Poppy, one of the main characters loves to hug. And so they all have hug time and hug. And so we started that at, at bedtime where the last action is where the person, we go around in a circle and we say, if you can hear me, you know, pretend you're reading a book or if you can hear me, um, pretend you lost a tooth. My middle child, my six-year-old recently lost a tooth. Um, or my two-year-old absolutely loves every time, basically. She, she says, if you can hear me, lion. And so we pretend to be a lion. Um, and then usually it's an adult that ends the circle, but actually um, now often my children can end the circle where the last person says, if you can hear me, arms out. And we all say hug and do a group hug. Um, it's a fun way where we can all come together they still get to be silly, but it's a structured silly. Good. I like that. I like that. How do they receive that? Do they seem to like it or how, how, what are their feelings on that? Uh, they look forward to it now. Um, it's something, as I said, where they could be at the end of the circle, even my two-year-old, if we kind of give prompts, you know, like arms out, you know, she'll do the, <laughs> the ending or, um, you know, it's something where they are distracted, as I said, or kind of wild and silly. And he's like, Oh, let's do, if you can hear me, where should we do if you can hear me? And we decide on a place often, you know, one of the girls' bedrooms or maybe the hallway or our bedroom. And yeah. It's, well, it's, I, I, I like it. Your examples are wonderful. And I'm sure those who are listening, they can use those examples because sometimes it's hard to get kids to go to sleep. And creating these types of games you get them to do family activity and to work together so I love it I, I yeah I love it. well I have another yeah, super fun um what do you think is so important about using fun and creative based activities to encourage or approve their behavior well kids are I mean, we're all about fun too, but I mean, kids are, if you think about it, kind of told what to do all the time. You know, they have so many schedules to follow at school, um, running errands with us, you know, even when they don't want to, um, as we talked about bedtime, brushing their teeth, those everyday tasks, you know, they don't look forward to those. They would rather get distracted and play with their toys. Um, they don't, they don't want to go to bed. I'm not tired. You know, all of those things. Um, 
And so it's important to make it fun and motivating. Um, you know, we like to make everyday tasks um, motivating and fun. You know, I, I know I wait for, I mean, my children often, actually my two-year-old loves to help me fold laundry, but I often also <laughs> wait for laundry time for when the kids are in bed, I can turn on the TV and make it more motivating and fun for me. Or, you know, um, the pickup line to make that time more fun or pull out our phone during the pickup line, you know, things like that. So it's important to think about those times nice. um, and how much structure kids have and how we can make it more fun for them. Oh, I love it. Great, great, great example. Great illustration. I mean, the way you explain it, it is I can visualize, you know, doing these types of things. So it's it's great to have someone like you um, bring these examples so that other parents can use them because I'm sure parents everywhere have something that they could use to help encourage their or prove their kids' behavior. Do you, by any chance, have any other tips you could provide? Absolutely. Parents as um, far as well, in they terms can use of um, you know, we talked about schedule. Something that I found is really helpful are visuals. Um, not just visual schedules for the routines that the kids have to, you know, kind of go through, um, but visual timers. I mean, even like for waiting, you know, pulling out a visual timer so they can see how much time they have to wait, uh, whether it's for taking turns or waiting for mom to get off the phone or, or what have you. Um, just the visuals are so helpful. Um, and then a trick mm -hmm. that I, I actually don't know where... I got this idea from, um, I know it was probably somebody, um, but a treasure box. Uh, we have one actually for the house and in the car. Uh, the car I just used, um, you know those small index boxes, like kind of file boxes? Um, I used that, I kind of wrote treasure box in gold, yes. uh, uh, what is it mm -hmm. called? Glitter glue. Um, and then I fill it with just, um, you know, things I picked up from the Target uh, bullseye section, um, the dollar store, um, even like leftover goodies, you know, like from goodie bags that you might pass out for your kids' birthday parties, like erasers or, you know, those party favors that you might have leftover stickers. Um, I fill okay. it with that. Um, and so I have that small one for the car. For the house, I have a bigger one, and the kids help me decorate the box. And um, I use that for catching catching them being good. Mm -hmm. You know, we so often get so busy that um, we forget. I mean, we don't it, necessarily even need a treasure box. You know, lots mm -hmm. of times for verbal praise, um, any type of, you know, positive reinforcement is great. But I found that the treasure box just kind of gives that, you know, kind of catching that those kind behaviors or... Uh, when they have those listening ears, um, it's something that you can quickly pull out and say, hey, you know, that was so awesome that you, you know, shared part of your snack when your sister's, you know, cookie fell on the ground or, you know, I loved those listening ears. What do you want from the treasure box? Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Treasure box. I like that. I really do. That is a phenomenal idea. Actually, you know, and you know, actually, we started well, using that. My husband his work. He has a treasure box, kind of with like you know individual chips or sodas or you know things that we we look forward to. Those small treats. Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. What a great idea. Thank you for sharing with us. Um, <laughs> I am too. It, it's, 
it's so yeah. good to talk to you. I'm enjoying this moment, but I know we don't have much time. But before we end, can you just share with us your personal experience, um, your personal passion? Um, Absolutely. You and, um, you know, well, for 10 years, I was working it. in special just education um, and I got my master's and um, became a BCBA, um, but kind of found that it was hard to have that. I found it was hard for that work-life balance. Um, luckily, I could stay at home, but I wanted to share those ideas and the creative tips that I learned all throughout life, um, you know, even babysitting or nannying teaching, um, being a BCBA. And so now I just, I, I'm home with the kids, um, particularly my two-year-old now that my older two are back in school, um, and just enjoy sharing the ideas and tips that I've learned and, um, you know, teaching her and, and having fun. Wow. Absolutely. Awesome. Me too. I'm so glad we stumbled across your Instagram. That's how we originally found her. <laughs> um, can you share where we can find Absolutely. you? Uh, uh, is it mainly your Instagram? Instagram or is there um, I've only kind of been like sharing these tips for a couple months now. Um, um, so yeah, you can find me at uh, Dudley's underscore daily um, on Instagram. Okay. Uh, you can also write me if if you so choose, um, at Dudley's daily at, at gmail.com. Um, and then hopefully soon I'm hoping to, to be on TikTok and then, um, offer, um, parent and teacher coaching. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Really exciting. Fantastic. Wow. Okay. Well, can you, do you have one last action item or two um, that we can use today as either a mom fun. or a teacher to encourage better Just behavior? always think fun. How can I make this fun? Um, always think about that positive reinforcement. As I said, even if it's just positive words um, and catching them being good, Ooh. catching those good, good behaviors. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. I had Phenomenal. so much fun. Phenomenal. Thank you for Thank having me. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Really appreciate your time. <laughs> I hope not. I'll definitely, yeah, be back. Oh, this is not the last time, I'm sure. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Head over to msquarebooks.com where you can find all the latest books and hear about upcoming events like live readings. See you next time.